The true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. What they did not know is that nearly a quarter of a century later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Memorial Day. Sundays, Sundays. I would be remiss if I didn't start the show by saluting the families of those that have been killed while serving in the armed forces. Our thoughts are with you as we remember your loved ones this weekend and a thank you to them. It's the unofficial kickoff to summer. Those of you that are grilling outside while blasting the Bourbon Chronicles, happy Sunday to you and thank you for holding on to your weekend a little bit longer. Nice. If you want to get in touch with us during the show, you can call Kelly's cell phone at 904-703. Uh, actually, give us an email at info at com. That's info at com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And we're going to have a packed show today. We have Wives Want to Know. We have uh, Bourbon Salute. And we're actually going to start a bourbon challenge which we'll talk about in the uh third segment so and stick se- around for that we're yeah. 17 today so we can go to uh, this is volume 17 thank you already oh. movies right nicole yes. what is your favorite hour of the day man BC why 17. are you asking me these questions <laughs> good just wanting to know okay so funny i always see ten seventeen on the clock does that count? So is that AM or PM? Oh, that's interesting. AM, always. I'm so asleep you happen- at 1017 PM. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You happen to look at the clock and very commonly you see 1017. Yes, and ironically huh. my birthday is 1017. Is that a disorder? Really? Uh, interesting. Uh, right, but it happens a- all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I see yeah. 311 a no, lot, No, you believe that. Yeah. Is that it, so is that like a mental thing, a mental disorder? Do you like the band, 311? I, I do. Uh, see, that's a, that, uh, a different. You know, the only song different. I like, I like the song Amber. Amber is the color of you. You remember that song? Take his yeah, bourbon. Amber is the color of the energy. No, grab his bourbon. Anyway, Kelly, what, what did you cook up for hey, us buddy. today in Kel's kitchen, sir? Potato bombs. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I learned about these. And Can then, we go ahead and eat now? Yeah. <laughs> 
They're fun. They're fun. Potato use, some, bombs. use some old St. Augustine Daddle Zest, which is Nicole, you love. And then um, I do. we're going to dip some of the uh, the slices of the potato bombs into old St. Augustine <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Alan, what bourbon are we uh, tasting? Oh, so I'm really excited. We're, we're yeah. drinking rhetoric, 23 year rhetoric orphan barrel. And um, there's a lot of uh, stories behind, or a lot of history, and uh, a lot of interesting facts. And, uh, in, and information behind this bourbon. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to years, talk about this. By far the oldest bourbon that we've had. So we had, did we have trouble finding this? Well, I think people in the market do. We didn't because Drew, our local purveyor of fine spirits, called and said, boys, I got a, I got, I got a few bottles of this Rhetoric 23-year. And we've actually had some Orphan Barrel that we all liked. I think we've had... Um, Whistle, uh, no, no um, barter, uh, barter house. house that we like, and uh, I said, "Well, that, let's let's." And we, so we sourced it, of course, because Drew Drew also put us onto a really rare bottle of George Stag a few years ago, which we didn't have any idea what we had our hands on. It was 130 proof, and it was so strong. So when when he suggested, we're like, ah. So we sourced it. Some people we know, like Will the Whiskey Man, and some guys are like, "If you can get that, grab it, go get it." And so Drew still has three bottles left. Yes, and um, we we got one, and um, you know, drew over at uh, Gold Knox. Gold Knox Liquors, right Palencia. there in, yeah. in Palencia. Hey, right in so Palencia. do you think that he really has our show? So we walked in there a couple yes. weeks ago. Yes, and I heard my voice. It's weird. And he was Did playing you start our show. Up? Did you tear up? Well, I teared well, remember up. Remember yeah. last week when we had the little snafu where somebody didn't hit the volume? Oh yeah, and, I wonder what happened there. Yeah, he texted well, us. Drew texted us in the show and he said, "Hey, I can't week. hear anything." What happened on that? What happened? Nicole Who? didn't turn the monkey button. Oh, oh the okay. monkey. It's button. called the monkey button. That's what we call it. Mm, wow, because even a monkey could do it. <laughs> That was really cute. Apparently not. Mm. <laughs> hey, Alan, tell us a little bit about uh, Orphan Barrel. All right, so so this is. I'm not talking about the bourbon right now. We're just going to talk about the Orphan Barrel line, or do you want me to tell you about the bourbon? Yeah, about the bourbon. Give us their facts. So, Rhetoric is the bourbon. Uh, it's made. It's part of the Orphan Barrel project, uh, which Diageo owns, and that's that's a whole part of the story, but. So it's it originates in Louisville, Kentucky. It's produced by uh, the New Bernheim Distillery, which is part of Heaven Hill. Um, it's 90 proof or 45 percent alcohol by volume. It's aged 23 years, and the price point is about 120 dollars, give or take. So, um, so that's about rhetoric. That's it about rhetoric. But the uh, Orphan Barrel line, which it's a bit, it's pretty interesting. Maybe a little controversial, right? Very controversial. I think it's a really good cool marketing. Dun, dun, dun. So especially, especially when they first came out, and I wanted to stop Kelly when he was talking about how rare this bourbon is, but I, I let him finish because I didn't want to interrupt him. But hmm. it's not as rare as you think. As they as they want you to believe it is. They want you to think it's very huh. rare, but it's all just a, a front. So it's, Ooh, it's really mirrors. breaking it's down mirrors. the bourbon trade. So I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. How does Alan saying, know this? He's brilliant. I am brilliant. He is. He's I am smart. very brilliant. smart guy. He's but, giant uh, and brilliant. I have like a 27 IQ. Mm, so um, I want to preface this by saying that this That's is your body mass index. Really, <laughs> <laughs> we're about to find out. Yeah. Shh, shh. So this is very good bourbon. 
I'm going to preface this by saying that. Have you already Proud had it? He's already in. I, I've been into this for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had it yet. So I haven't had it yet. This is the second Orphan Barrel bourbon that I've had. I, I had the Barter House. Barter House like Kelly said earlier. Very good. And the, I, now I've had the Rhetoric. This is better than the Barter House. And I like the Barter House a lot. Um, but this one is, is way better. But when we talk about this this whole Orphan Barrel project... What happens is Diageo, so Diageo is this big brand. They just go out and they buy all these different uh, labels right. and they distribute their distributor, but not a, um, a distiller. And uh, so they own tons of different brands and they go out and they look for bur- barrels of bourbon that aren't going to be bottled for one reason or another. Now, it could be because the distiller has gone out of business. Mm-hmm. It could be because the the bourbon is just it's considered too old to bottle, which right. is actually a legitimate reason. Right. But they find these things and then they they buy the bur- or buy the barrels and then they bottle them themselves and name them and they've created all these backstories. But they're just stories. Are they, right? they're, so not they're not true, real at all. <sighs> there, there is like sure? a are we going to get sued? No, no, not at all. There's a hint of truth. So basically, so let's talk about rhetoric for just a minute. So rhetoric is really cool. This is what we're talking about is a 23-year-old rhetoric. There's enough stock left of the rhetoric to make two more releases. So there's going to be a 24-year-old and a 25-year-old rhetoric. After that, there won't be any more. So not so rare. So So four years, right? Yeah, it started in 2014. Was the debut year, and so, so something I read about that is five years actually. So there was a twenty-year-old, then so that'd be six years: twenty-year-old, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. I was told there would be no mass. So, uh, so there's enough stock for two more releases. It's uh, it's matured for part of its life at the warehouses at the Stitzel Weller Distillery. So they claimed, you know, it's uh, it was aged at the Weller Distilleries. Which is not 100% true. It's partly aged at the Willard Distillery. So what I was reading about it is that the cool thing about this is that you could get the – it started at 21, right? 20. All right, started at 20, and then now we're trying 23. So you can taste all of those and see how old that you like. Yes. Mm. Right, So which is pretty cool because there's not too many bourbons yeah, out there if, that you can do that Yeah, if you want to go back – and, and you could still get some of the 20-year-old stuff. It's still available. What's the proof on it? 90, 90, 90, 90.6. So this, it's, it's not bad. What's cool I about I like it. You like it? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's a really sweet, it's it's 86% corn in the mash bill. So this is really sweet. And mm. uh, tracer, the Orphan, corn's Orphan a tracer food. Line has uh, uh, not just, not just uh, rhetoric, it has Gifted Horse, Barter House, Forged Oak, Lost Profit, and this. So... So why is it controversial? Because at first they lacked transparency on the whole thing, right? So when Diageo first came out or, or came out with this whole thing, they just told a bunch of stories about the legend behind lost barrels of bourbon that weren't found. And I did a bunch of research on this, and basically what they did was they just found they found old barrels of bourbon. Now they are all twenty year old twenty year old barrels or more or older, so that's unique. But it's, they, not like, but it's not like Chunk and the Goonies like fell into a cave. Exactly. And there were a bunch of barrels down exactly. there. Exactly. Uh, there's they barrels just, of bourbon down here, guys. They just went to, <laughs> right. to different distillers and went to the Rick houses and found barrels right. that weren't going to be bottled and bought those. Right. 
So there's, it there was businessmen that found them. It wasn't these lost. It wasn't like uh, what's his name from Raiders of the Lost Ark went and found uh, Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana right. Jones. Short yeah. round. Exactly. Hmm. So it's a booty trap. It's a booby trap. <laughs> and 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 some of the purists, the bourbon purists, are kind of angry at Diageo, or were angry for a long time because Diageo lied about where some of the bourbon, where some of these whiskeys were distilled, and uh, they kind of still stand behind their story that the barrels were lost. And it's it's odd because now the truth is out, but they're not embracing the truth I, yeah. I think if they would just come out and say yeah 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 we caught you got you caught us in a lie and the thing about bourbon is it, it, there comes a time where the wood barrel isn't good right so yeah i read that after 12 years that the wood clock starts ticking exactly. so you know 25 might not be as good as 23 we don't know where the sweet spot is so that's the cool thing about this this bourbon is you're well, going to be able to the tell risk that they took we're, yeah. we're yeah. buying these barrels. So they did take a risk. So old so doesn't necessarily. Personally, I think if they had just told the truth in the beginning yeah. about how the risk they're taking to do all this, I think it would have been fascinating. But they chose to to create this lore that just wasn't real, and it, uh, it kind of bit them a little bit. Alan, this is your song, buddy. Black Crows. Let's rock. Love these guys.
Hey, welcome back. You are listening to the Bourbon Chronicles. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Play it again. Yeah, Play it again. I'm going. <laughs> I was doing my DJ voice. <laughs> Did you hear my? Did what, you hear did my you scream? Just just choke? No, I did. You hear my scream at the end of the song? Yeah, that was good. It sounded what kind like of DJ cook? voice. Do you consider that? Welcome back. You are listening to the Perfect Cross <laughs> wow. on WSOS 103.9 in St. Augustine. Hey, if you have a product or a business that you uh, would like for us to to feature, then uh, give us an email at info at the Bourbon Chronicles dot com. All right, guys. So that wait just a minute. Oh, I wanted to talk well, about wait, this I, song. I have some. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I just wanted to say that was that was the music of my early twenties. Yeah. God, I love those guys. And I'll I'll tell you this. Chris we Robinson, wore right? That, we That's wore, so that was uh that came out in I believe ninety. I was we were out in the uh Indian Ocean and the Persian Gulf when I was in the Navy and I wore that cassette tape out. Literally Where wore are the Black out. Crows from? They're from a Georgia? Are they from Georgia? Yeah, well, a little bit north of Atlanta, if right? I remember right. Okay. But Chris Robinson and his brother are brilliant. And I want to say, mm. I think the Black Crows are probably the most underrated band of, of maybe of all time. Top five most underrated bands of all time. Yeah. Did you see them when they were here? I did. I did, too. One of the loudest oh. concerts I've been to. I was supposed to go, but I didn't. Uh, one of the loudest Did they play Zeppelin in that concert? Because they cover Zeppelin, because his voice is so close to I don't to, remember. Uh, I don't Robert believe Plant. they did. They were playing some of their newer stuff, which is not my favorite. Right. But uh, their older stuff, like that, that was that that album. Their first album was That's their best album. Their album, shake, shake your money maker. Man, we're yeah. gonna reinvent. We're gonna make our own words. So I, I, I think that Howard Stern interviewed Chris Robinson a couple weeks ago. I need to uh, to listen to that. Yeah, be good. We're, we're, we're conspiring. Idea. Hamilton's. Uh, What's your idea? idea? I'm, I'm telling you right Ham- now. Okay. Hamilton's Webster. <laughs> I think I think on the website we should album. have Hamilton's Webster. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah, the I'm words serious. that I use. Oh gosh! A L B L L U L M. I tell you what, man. I thought that's Chimbley. the way that I every, no. Uh, listen, it's okay. It's okay. The best. I'm sorry. Okay, but a, every time I even typed it, I'd be like, "Why is this autocorrect?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this is the way it's it's A B L U M. I mean, good thing you're in the math trade. You're in the math trade. It's okay. The best though is you're when very you good at that, numbers. The, that dog's hair never stopped no. growing. Yeah, <laughs> let's not talk about that again. <laughs> My favorite, oh, man. So we, we do have some more animals dying today. Let's do the a bourbon oh. salute. Oh. oh, so today's bourbon salute goes to all of those veterans who did not make it back. We really appreciate your the, to the families of those veterans. We really want to say thank you. Yep, and uh, I mean a heartfelt thank you because they paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we could sit here and do this silly show and have yep, fun. Very true. Uh, you think about the greatest generation and the sacrifices the families made to to. Save other people to get out the families that are left. So, did, but not just them, the guys that are over there right now, yeah. keeping, keeping the war on somebody else's front yard so it doesn't come to ours. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did you see the um, Mel Gibson movie? What, what was the name? Oh, of it? Heartbreak, Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge. I have not, not seen yet. it, oh, but I heard from so from very reliable sources this week that said it was an unbelievable film, very emotional, hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, did you saw it? Not I saw yet. it. No, okay, I saw. It. Is it so, new? You did. Yeah, it was up for an Oscar this year. I heard <laughs> that one. I heard <laughs> really? rumor yes. as hard, if not harder, to watch because of the emotion and the intensity than Saving Private Ryan, which was huge. Oh, we talked about like that. so intense, especially the I've first thirty minutes. I've watched a few minutes. clips on YouTube, and it is intense, man. It is <clears throat> all right. So, so and a true story. And a true yes, story. and I, uh, I'll, I'll think I, I will agree with that. Although Saving Private Ryan was a great movie. Mm-hmm. 
so I, this is what I came. I, I watched it uh, on a flight and um, heartbreak oh, bridge. So you've heartbreak seen it. Bridge. Yes, I've seen oh, okay. it. Yes. All right. And so this is first of all, it's the first war movie that made me understand protect like trying to overtake a certain area mm-hmm. um so they had this mountain called heartbreak ridge and they're trying to force the japanese out right um and um but what i came away from it is the question that i have posed to you guys before on the back porch when we had a few glasses of bourbon which right. is do you feel like that mm. the generation that we have now we're so far removed from a real war that we're actually fighting for our freedom that if that were to happen, could people step up? Does that make sense? So we had World War One, World War Two, where you're actually what well, you had the, the the before that you had the Revolutionary War that we're actually fighting to be a country. You had the Civil War. Then so you you're had, basically asking, do we have patriots? Do we have people that could rise to the occasion? Because we're generations removed from actually having to fight for our freedom. Has have people? Do people take the freedom for 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 granted? I say yes. I think we still have just as many, if not more, patriots. The the what I think we get mixed up in is that the people that protest it, the people that live in the freedoms and then argue against it, are so loud because of media or whatever. They have so much of a strong voice. They get but attention. if you if you, exactly if you brought the the fight to their front porch or or the majority of the population i think you'd be surprised at how strong the country would stand up and guys that disagree on a day-to-day basis about frivolous things whether it's whatever right health care or who's president who you voted for here or there whatever but you put them in a a unified effort against a common evil Mm -hmm. and i think those guys go fighting side by side with no issue and are pretty tactful at it i so guess we kind of think saw we'd be strong a little bit of that after uh september 11 2001 absolutely right yeah i remember i was driving um and i'll probably tell the story again because it was very emotional for me but right um a, a couple days after we had a uh a white water rafting trip planned already in north carolina so we were driving from florida to north carolina and when we uh, we went through a small town and everybody had a flag out Mm. on their front porch Mm -hmm. so for me i had never seen that before right i mean we came i I was born in a peaceful time you know jimmy carter ronald reagan right uh, george bush um so to see that much patriotism was was pretty moving Mm -hmm. um but i you know when's the last what's the last world war ii would have been the last war that we but even that we weren't really fighting for our freedom right we were just kind of pushing the germans so you you and i i don't think we disagree on this but i i like to say i like to 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 put it as put it in that we we take the fight to them so that it doesn't come Come to to us us, right right you always want to fight a war on somebody else's soil. You mm-hmm. never want that to be in America. So we, we were attacked in Pearl Harbor, at Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. and that's the, the closest to home other than 9-11 mm-hmm. that we've ever had a, a – well, we've never had a military attack us at home other right. than Pearl Harbor. So the, the, the point – I guess my point is it's – I'm sorry. I lost myself here. Uh-huh. But – Yes, I found you. We take there the fight. Are. We take the fight to them so that it doesn't come, come to, to us. Yeah. So, do you yeah. think that if something were to happen, that people we have enough patriots that they would rise up and they would understand what fighting for, for freedom means? Yeah. 
You do? I do yeah. because I think when you're faced with I worry the, about that. No, nah, because they've never had – just because they haven't had that challenge before doesn't mean that they wouldn't rise to it when it came to them. So if you realize all the things you're getting ready to lose, if you don't step up, hmm. you're getting ready to lose your iPad, your, your, your Wi-Fi, all the freedoms, the fact that everyone's got a car anymore, like all these things, you know, because you, you tie into the industrial part of a war and a war effort. I mean, the country has to shut down in order to protect itself, right? That's right. So, I, so, you, so you're going to lose certain freedoms. And if you don't stand up for them, if you don't go and put your back against the wall and go after it, I, I, think, I still think there's a lot of people out there. Just because we haven't had to do it in a long time doesn't mean they can't now. Well, I mean, Ronald Reagan said we're two generations away from losing our freedom. Yeah. I think which is we're always two generations. He, he wasn't talking about his specific uh, point in time. He, we're, we're always two generations right. away. Right. I, I think that, uh, well, you see it when these young people that go out and sign up for the service now. You know, they're, they're basically signing a blank check mm-hmm. that's payable up, up to, you know, their mm-hmm. life. They, mm-hmm. they, they're committing their life to a cause. Yep. yep. And, uh, and if, even if you take that away from it, you sign up. When you sign up for the military, you're basically making a four-year so commitment. So what, what made you sign up? Did you – what made you do it? I think uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I watched, Thank you, Tom uh, Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tom top, Cruise. Top Gun. <laughs> no, my family has a, a, Girls a, a and deep Tom history Cruise. with the military, and yeah. uh, and so I just, you know, I yeah. felt. How, how would you feel if your girls wanted to go into the military? It'd be tough, but I'd support them. Yep. Yeah, it, it would really be hard because I know what you know. I know. What I have to like. say that's that's probably the biggest regret or wish that I have in my life is that I would have done some type of service. And yeah. I even thought about maybe doing the reserves, but I think I'm too old now. But it went through my mind, you know, to even do that because I just, you know, first of all, I like the discipline, but to just give yourself to that cause for a little bit, you know, right. I mean, it's uh, right. pretty huge. I, I think, too, a misnomer that happens a lot or a, mis- a misperception is that the Army or the Navy or the, any of the armed forces just need muscle-bound fighters. The reality is we just need a whole lot of smart people mm-hmm. that come in yep. to feed that machine. And if, if our daughters, who are all extremely intelligent, or your son, also intelligent, want to go in and serve in that method, by all means, put the smartest people on the earth right. on the defense of our country. And there Please. are a lot of really intelligent people running our military yep. right now. I yep. know I know yep. they yeah. get a bad rap sometimes, and I know that uh, the media paints a, a different picture, but I'm telling you, some of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life were military people. So, bourbon salute to... Uh, Raise the to glass. everyone again. Yep. Uh, Especially yeah, the so veterans everywhere. Especially thank in this you town. very much. Yep. The, the, yeah, the, the but to those families who lost somebody to mm-hmm. the, the defense of our freedom, thank you. Yep. yep. Thank you. Amen. So coming up on the start of summer, right? Kids are out of school. Yeah. I, I, and mean, just, I feel just, like that we just had Christmas. Yeah. Well, I agree. Maybe. I agree. It was just yesterday. It feels like it. <clears throat> so what summer vacation, where are you guys going? For vacation, we, we are going to the mountains, baby. I, I'm so North excited. Carolina. Yeah, we're going to North Carolina, um, Tennessee, actually. Can we're I going, come with you? Yeah, come on. We pack up the family. We're going. We're going to um, and Bethany's planning this great trip out. I'm so excited because I requested mountains. We always are a beach, you mm-hmm. know, vacation, which is great. But my dad, one of my dad's favorite places, was this little mountain town in North Georgia. So I was like, I just want to go to the mountains. I want to see a clear lake. I want to see mountains. I want to breathe that mountain air and just get a different. So we're going anyway. We're going up through the Great Smoky National Park. We're going to go to Pigeon Forge. We're going to go to Dollywood. Dolly. Oh my gosh! Great. All right, so it's great. I've Nicole's going to hear this. Uh-huh. Nicole's been wanting to go to Dollywood. She's coming with us. 
Oh, is she really? Yeah, you don't know. That's my, but by the way, that's my wife, Nicole, not Nicole here yeah. in the studio. But yeah. so, yeah, she with, said she hey, we should go yet? to Dollywood. I'm like, eh, no. No, we're going, so. uh, we got a mountain. But I love Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. I think that's that's yep. such a fun place yep. to go. Yep. And I, I want my girls to know there's more fun than Disney and Beaches, man. There's some there's beautiful Dollywood. areas. And we took them last year to a little mountains little, of fun. Yeah. Trout fishing in little mountain lakes. It's the best. It's the best, especially for a Florida. Are boy. you going to do whitewater rafting? Karis probably, probably not. Fun. We're going to do some rafting, but not not like level five or whatever they're called. What? But, um, I love whitewater rafting. It's no, it's fun. a blast. But my, but my five year old might. No, she, <laughs> oh, by the way, Karis. Kelly. Uh, so did you know she left us a note? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah she the left us one sweetest too. thing. Yeah, it was like she's t- going around doing that to all the neighbors. Don't, oh, don't feel special. Oh, I thought I was special. baby bourbon and salute to Karis and Addie for doing that. They they, yeah. they they came up with that on their own. It wasn't like it said. To the Neils, the greatest neighbors. Or we love having you, as, love a having you as a neighbor. It's so, so she, sweet. So the funny part about that was she's in the back room, and Karis will go hide herself in the room and start writing stuff. She'll come in and she'll go, Mom, how do you spell being? <laughs> B-E-I-N-G. Go away and come back. How do you spell neighbor? And like, <laughs> we'll tell her spell it. She comes back. How do you spell love? So she goes, she's all these words. Like, what are you Aww. doing? And then she comes out with little notes. I said, I love being your neighbor. So, I mean, that was, yeah. you did, you, she just her, came up with that on her own. Yeah. Her and Addie sat there and made these little notes. That's sweet. But it's kind of in the same vein. When we first moved in, we got a note oh. about saving the elephants oh, from, from LA. LA. <laughs> and I remember, so we show up and open the front door and there's a note and it says, uh, or to our new neighbor, or whatever. We open it up and it says, X percent of elephants die every day. The ivory trade is killing elephants. I'm like, so Ellie would have been, I think, what, like set, six, six or seven? Six. I mean, I learned more about elephants from my, on my, my front step. And I was like, Bethany, the, there's somebody leaving notes on our step about save the elephants. What is this? And she's like, oh. And I think she signed her name on it. So we figured out it was your daughter, Ellie. And I didn't know you at the time. Yeah. So my our little, first introduction child her first introduction in the neighborhood was saving elephants that's cute it's great so i want to uh, this is for karis because i know she loves this oh yeah she'll yeah, laugh about she that, does right? like that she so likes that the, when mr. you're driving make sure you turn that up she likes that mr allen uses the potty during the show that, that <laughs> blew her mind she goes mr allen uses the bathroom during the show like, yeah, all the time all the time <laughs> sometimes right there in front of us in the basement mixing up the medicine i'm on the pavement looking about the government a man in a trench coat badge out laid off says he's got a bad bill wants to get it paid off look out kid it's something you did god knows when but you're doing it again you better duck down the alleyway looking for a new friend man in a coonskin cap in a pig pen wants 11 dollar bills and you only got 10 Six-time users hanging around 
the heaters Girl by the whirlpools looking for a new fool Don't follow leaders or watch your parking meters Get born, keep warm, short pants, romance, learn to dance, get dressed, get blessed, try to be success, please her, please him, buy gifts, don't steal, don't live, 20 years of schooling and they put you on a day shift, look out kid, to keep it all hid, better jump down a manhole, light yourself a candle, don't wear sandals, try to vote the scandal, you don't want to be a bum, though, don't chew gum, the pump don't work, cause the vandals took the handle. Are we back on? Are we on? Mics Hannah, are on. Mics are hot. Why would you just Whoa. cut that right off? Well, because last time it replayed because of how it set up. Well, I played oh. that for our buddy, our good friend, David Cohen at Manifest Distillery. He, uh, we gave, I gave up my song for the week and I said, what would you like to play? And he said, I wasn't sure what he'd say. Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan. I'm like, get it on. And That's thanks good. for the two minutes, Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have no idea what you said. Second best two minutes of your life. That's great. <laughs> Second. Um, oh, listen to that. Oh. Mm. By the way, before we answer the questions, we have to introduce our good friend that's here with us. Jackson is here, yes. right? Does Jackson, Jackson have a last, last name? name? Jackson Taylor. Jackson, Jackson Taylor. Taylor. He has two first you're not, JT. You're not allowed to answer any questions for yourself. Nicole has to translate, right? <laughs> Welcome, Jackson. So Jackson's going to uh, weigh us for our bourbon challenge, and we're going to have... Wait a minute. Have... Let's, let's take it back a little bit. Okay. Okay. We, right. The Slow bourbon down. challenge. Two or three weeks ago... Wait, wait. You... Keep that going. No, no, no. no, no. We're good. We're Two or three weeks place. ago, mm-hmm. you got really upset because you were feeling a high level of estrogen. To me. Stop. Honest. Okay. So <laughs> you were all upset because your pants were tight, or you something about putting your socks on that day made you upset. <laughs> when you put your socks on, I did my like my so stomach rolls of over. Your sock putting on disgusting. Now we're all in trouble because Nicole had went out and took action and I said, did. "I'm getting a daggum personal trainer for these guys." And now Jackson's here. The he's best ver- part is watching Alan shake his head. He's a very, he's a very fit and handsome. I'm doing all this under protest. I'm he's just v- letting you know. Right Let's now. do wives want to know what, first. What's, what's funny? I got to say this. So he's a very fit and handsome young man. He's 25. Okay, great. So um, as soon as he walks in, all of us are like, like we all boot up. The level <laughs> of, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Hello. At one point, just wait till you're 42, you? buddy. <laughs> At one point, Nicole's like, who's taller? I'm like, well, well, of course me. I'm taller than you. And we go back to back and we're the same height. And I was like, I'm just, whatever. So thanks for helping us get less fat. You can say something. You yeah. can. You got to talk. Can't. You can't talk. Just I'm not sure if head. I want to handle any of this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I don't think you guys can do it. I don't think you would. Uh, <gasps> Bring it on. Okay. He Ow. knows how to tap into the inner psyche. Brilliant. Okay. Right. Wise want to know real quick. So am I allowed to talk now? Yep. All right. If you were to change your name, what would it be? Joe. <laughs> Joe. Jackson. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> My middle name's Ryan if you want the third one. I wanted so... I, I literally Were you just doing push-ups? Yeah. Why? Party pump. <laughs> hey, can I tell you guys something? Finn can do a one-handed push-up. He can do three of them now. He's Isn't been working exciting? with Jackson. He's been working with Jackson. Finn's stronger than I am. Yes. Yeah, so uh, growing up with thank the, you for that. Growing up with, <laughs> but that is you got to tape that. You got to video it. All right, so you were supposed to answer. Jackson was supposed to answer it. If you could change your name, what would it be? It's hard. Dragon with a J. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't realize there was like a non-conventional side of it. Yeah. 
That's a good. That's a good one. Growing up with the name Kelly, I, oh. I literally went through a good year, year and a half of my life. I was like dead serious. Wanted to legally change my name to Joe Barnett. Just Joe. 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 It was like cause every day Joe. Because the GI first, I was like GI Joe. I want. I want to be Joe. I don't want to be Kelly anymore. I'm glad that my parents didn't let me go through with that. Because now I appreciate the name. But I was Joe. I just wouldn't want to be a Justin or a Dustin or a, Ooh. none of those. What's wrong with Justin? There's just so many Justins and Dustins out there right now. Oh. I do. I do have a list of the if names. You, do you watch any golf? Do you watch PGA? Nope. So if you have, if there are ten golfers in a room, eight of them are going to be named either Justin or Dustin. Justin or Dustin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or Zach. Yep. Mm. Or, Zach. Like that. or Tiger. Oh wait. No, um, he's, a, he's one of a kind. Tad. Tad, Chad, so, Brad. I don't think I would ever. I don't. I like Man. Hamilton. Now, when I was growing up, I didn't like Hamilton at all. Right. Now, you know. Really? Yeah. I but didn't. yours is good because no one else is named. What was your uh, nickname? What was your baby? What was your I'm kid name? You know that. Ham. My dad called me Hammy. I'm gonna call you Ham. My brother called me Hambone. Your friends. Nice. Your friends on Facebook call you Hammy Pants. Hammy Pants. Ah. Ham and cheese. Ham and ham and rye. Yeah. Ham anything eggs. that. No, ham those and are, eggs. Th- uh, so those are those are people making fun of you. So what does your family call you? Well, your, my your mom da- calls me Hamilton, but my dad your called me Hammy. Da- he didn't call you, but your, your mom didn't call you Hammy Pants. No. So. Well, I just said she calls me by my full name, but my dad always called me Hammy. So. You know what? We named our kids. I, I preferred. I, in fact, I kind of picked out the names for our kids, Kimberly and, and Kimberly and Samantha. And the reason I picked them out is because I thought Kim and Sam are cool nicknames. Yep. yep. And I thought that, but they have not latched onto that. In fact, but it's I, I, I think it's my fault. I've never called him Kim or Sam. But let's be clear on something. You may have picked the names out, but Allison approved them. Oh, I, oh yeah, definitely. Right. By, yeah, absolutely. Without the approval, no. So <laughs> is, there is a boss in my house. Is, is, <laughs> it is not me. Is Addie, is Addie short for anything? or is she, Adele. Ad, my Adele. grandmother's oh, name really? was Adele. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's not the singer. I know that they came out about the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, my grandmother's name was Adele, so. So we, uh, Ellie's Eleanor, after Eleanor B- yep. Rigby, B- Beatles song. And, oh, really? Yeah. Um, and so, of course, we shorten it to Ellie, although her grandfather calls her Eleanor. Yep. Um, and then when I'm mad at her, I do. And then Parker. How could you ever be mad at I know, at Ellie? sweet girl. I know. Save the elephants. I am. Save, we we're still a, saving elephants, Ellie, by the way. Um, and then Parker, I guess people are call, starting to call him Park. Or That's Park, what I call yeah, him. Yeah, you call him Park. That's cute. Yep. I call him Parker Man. Yeah, he's a good, he's, he's good dude. All right, so do we want to do the the Let's whole thing now? So Jackson's it. here, and we're gonna. We're, I, I think we're gonna weigh. Oh, wait, first of all, we got to figure out. So we're gonna do eight weeks. You say at least eight weeks, oh right, Jackson? I would say at least eight weeks. Uh, he looked. He goes. He I looked, he four. Took, I've he got Alan going oh, for boy. tonight. He'll be done tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and full disclosure, we've been pumping this guy full of bourbon for the last hour when he got here. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right so eight so weeks eight weeks so that takes us to sometime in august August first. all because you don't august like the 1st. way you put your socks on. you guys will be happy about you this son of a gun so i'm gonna beat you all so you're doing it as well what's the yes. challenge so i mean what are we losing the most Do you not weight want me body to? fat percentage oh, no, or percent percent loss i would keep it as a combination because right. weight loss isn't necessarily the pinnacle 
Right. You know, that's kind of a, it's a relative term. It's so like, it's a fitness test. It's, it's more of a, well, it can be kind of a fitness test, more of a lifestyle change. I like that. I'd like to see how you guys feel in eight weeks. I know, but we have to. But good, you but can measure that. Yes. You, you know can, what? We can, right. I can still measure your body fat and your BMI and your weight. And I can get all those statistics. But, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you go, oh, you know what? I have more energy. You know, that's a that's a bigger sign of the change happening in your life. But Jackson, no, no, Hamilton is a bad liar. He's going to come in here and he'll say, I feel mm. great. Mm. No, so, he's yeah, not going to fool me. Yeah, oh, okay. I can't fool. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. As right, long Jackson? as you can put a number to it. Well, it's not that numbers don't lie, but it's mostly, most of the times people think they're good liars. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, I feel, uh, yeah, yeah. Are you going to give us a lie yeah. detector test at the end? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I know some people that know some people. Well, he yeah. knows some people. Yes. <laughs> he does work for the sheriff's office. I do work for the sheriff's oh, office. Oh, yeah? Oh, we're all So you can, uh, you, you can follow Jackson Great. on Instagram at coach.jacksontaylor. Um, so what are we going to bet? So, But first of all, what's the end result? So it, there's got to be a loser, right? Yep. Whoever doesn't lose the most percentage of body fat is that a good way to do it because we, we can do it we can do it based on percentage body fat and bmi we can do how much you've total lost is that the greatest measurement can we reduce the percent nap needed for per each day because i feel like right now like 30 percent of my day is I, I need a nap right now i would like that to change yeah, yeah that's, that's you should you shouldn't yeah. necessarily need a nap every day yeah but that's um, a lot of your diet as well mm-hmm. so right now the first Carbs. eight weeks we're just starting with Carbs. fitness mm. then i'm going to smoke you guys with nutrition Cool. Jeebus. How much bacon is involved with the nutrition part? Daily. All right, I'm out. No, like no, you can daily. eat it You daily. can eat it daily. Oh, you can have it daily? Yeah. yeah oh, just no in. carbs. Right. That's protein. I'm back in. You're was... You just lost two points right now. What about <laughs> beer? What about beer? All right, point <laughs> system? So here, I'm going to, here is my idea. I have a goal, so yeah, go ahead. So the loser Ooh. has to wear There's a, no losers in this situation. A romper. A romp <gasps> him at Smoke Common this year. Negative. Uh, come on, man. Negative. There's got to be some uh, stake in the game. Alan thinks he's look, he lose. thinks he's going to oh, lose. No, it doesn't matter. I'll one up you on that. Somebody is going to have to walk around with me. I'll one up with you with a romper on, and I'm not having. <laughs> I will one up you on this. I will not do that. Right. Well, first of all, Smoke Common is our neighborhood uh, barbecue, barbecue, Florida Georgia weekend where we get together and eat massive amounts of smoked and grilled meats. But he doesn't care about that because it's protein. But it's grilled. Well, it's a goal. I was just hoping I was so invited. Just, yes, you'll be invited. <laughs> You're in. You'll be invited. Of course, we'll cool, probably I'll put all the weight back on by then. So Can we? No. By, we need to do a backstory. So you just you just drop smoke comment on our listeners, and they're wondering what you're talking about. Okay. So our neighborhood, we live in a, a, a community called Palencia. Redirection. Within our community, there are several smaller neighborhoods, and the one that we live in is called Oak Common. Alan, all of our fans are going to be at and our houses now. So annually... All, all three people are annually we do a big big barbecue and usually it's uh georgia florida i'll post game. i'll post some georgia, pictures florida. and yeah. we call it smoke common that's a great and name. it is an absolutely Who named that mark unbelievable event who named it Morado? that was kelly that was you it. yes i think it was mark nope no he, okay. he sorry he, kelly did that thank you I so think anyway, I planted the seed. So, I think, so I, you're gonna wear a romper at smoke common is what you're saying if i lose i would nope. the whole time okay what so, no, listen. Okay. If we don't all hit our goals, every single one of us, we all wear rompers. No. Yep. I'm not nope. wearing a yep. romper. I'm not going Think to, about it this way. I'm not going to put my 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 uh, my life in someone else's hands. Jackson, tell me I'm wrong. 
I'm not wrong, am I? If you all reached your goal, if yeah, you all didn't. That reach way, your we goal. help each other along. Like I want him. If he's lagging of behind, no. but but I'll say if, if you if, don't make your goal, if I, I win. If it works, then I'll I'll First maybe all, I'll look good in that. I romp think you guys him. are looking at this the wrong way. I think no, you, but here's my thought. Okay, here we go. You Let's, can all have a common goal. Hmm. If you all reach it, you get something. If y'all don't reach it, something happens. But there should be a winner. There should always there should be, a, be winner a winner in something. We're Absolutely. all winners. You've got to, you've got to have. There, life is not about. I'm good with that. You know, everyone gets that. a trophy. No, I'm exactly. Not trophy. Look, he, he's not a millennial. I like. Yeah, he is. But, but he's, he's, but he's, he's not, not talking typical, like one. He's True. not a typical millennial. I like that. Right. Break but the mold. There, the there mold. should be a winner and there should be a loser. Now, it should be the most embarrassing thing you can come up with. I like. I like. I think the romp him is pretty bad. But what color? Romp him. Pink. Oh, it's got to be. Here's the problem. Can you see Alan in that? If I lose. I will not wear a romper. <laughs> you have to. I'll go naked. <laughs> that. I'll go naked before I wear a romper. Uh, we need to what ask about Allison a banana hammock? I will not wear a romper. that way. Oh, at least for an hour, you have to wear a Speedo Imagine. if you lose. If Jesus. we lose, then you it's a jog a mile. Wait, okay. and a oh, banana hammock. It's got to be the same across the board. It's, gotta, it's either you're a Speedo. Or you're a romp, oh, whatever that. Yeah, is. we gotta come up with one. thing. I'm telling you guys, there's gotta be some. There's right, gotta right, be something right, online. Whatever romper, right, whatever. So, but here's whatever. my other one. I liked your Nicole. You said uh, a steak dinner at Ruth's Chris. Yes. If you lose, you buy everybody. Mm. So would you rather do that Holy or do crap. the romp? It can't be a monetary, but I can't. I can't afford it. So you can. I'll no, split a steak with there someone. has to be right, something so on the line. Let, let's pause here. Because we need to determine the goal before we start throwing out what the rewards are, right? Yeah, no so let, Let's start. So I know one of my goals is I legitimately have always wanted to do a sprint triathlon. I have zero interest in running a marathon. And it's not because it's hard or whatever. I just am not interested in running that many miles for six hours. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that and and one of my goals three, is to do so the... But for me, a triathlon has the element of change. It has an obstacle-type element. We talked about doing a tough mutter run or whatever. Yes. But there's a there's a sprint triathlon in August, I believe, in uh, either Melbourne or maybe here in St. Augustine. So I would like to finish that. I'm not saying I'm going to win the whole daggum thing. I just want to go in there and compete and finish. And I want to see my girls and my wife at the end of the finish line going, and you will. and you guys going, and your rompers waiting for me to finish because okay. you'll be in rompers because I'm a win. But what are we going to? That's my goal. But what? I, well, I understand the goal, but we have to we have to compete against something. So we're running out of time. I'm looking at the time. We have eight weeks. To We're going to weigh and do the whole thing during my song, okay. uh, which is coming up. But so, but we have to figure out what we're going to do. Like, what, what are we going to? Is it going to be percentage per- body weight, percent weight loss? It'll be a percentage. Yeah, it'll be because that makes it kind of irrelevant to all of you. Because if it's a percentage of your of your body weight, that's a little so. Bit let me ask right. you this though: Are you going to give us updates weekly? Or are you going to like tell us who's in the lead? Nope. No, I think we just no. do it. I'm going right? to weigh you guys every, basically every week. You'll God, weigh yourself on Monday. Moses. You'll weigh yourselves. We'll weigh ourselves at every show on Sunday. That's fine. And yeah, submit that's our weights every Sunday to you via every, Instagram. Now so, you need to do it in the mornings. It's got to be the morning, right when you wake up, right. when you are butt ass naked. You know, did right. he say that? Nope, we've never so said that on here. Oh. <laughs> Where's the ooh la la? Ooh la la. There you go. There we go. <laughs> no, but 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 there, uh, af, okay. So after the. Can we do it after the morning constitution? After the morning constitution? Sure. That, if you, if yeah. that, if that right. makes you feel better. Well, you said first thing in the morning, because yeah, the first for, thing in the morning for, I do is lose four pounds. That works. So, 
I'm just saying. We gotta right. All right, we're All gonna right. weigh in everything right. during this song. Dixie Lane Delight. This is by Old Pro Medicine Show. It's the old Alabama song. It's awesome. Rolling down the backwoods, Tennessee byways. One arm on the wheel, holding my lover with the other. A sweet, soft southern thrill. I worked hard all week, got a little jingle. On a Tennessee Saturday night No, I couldn't feel better Cause I'm together With my Dixieland delight Spend my dollar Parked in a holler Neath the mountain moonlight I hold her up tight Make a little love a little turtle dubbing on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life. Oh, so right. My Dixie land delight. Tail buck deer munching on clover, a red tail hawk sitting on a limb, chubby old brown hawk croaking bullfrog, just as free as a feeling in the wind. A homegrown country girl gonna give me a whirl on a Tennessee Saturday night. Lucky as a seven Living in heaven With my Dixieland delight Spend my dollar Parked in a holler Neath the mountain moonlight I hold her up tight Make a little loving A little turtle dovin' On a Mason-Dixon night it's my life Oh, so right My Dixie land
Welcome back. You're listening to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS 103.9 in St. Augustine. Kel's Kitchen. Yes. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we uh, have found out what kind of fatties we are. Oh, yeah. That's true. true. So uh, did you wait, Nicole? No, I need to do that. Okay, well, we'll you can do it. We'll do it after. So during the song, all the uh, the men weighed and got the body fat. Yeah, I'm that. 72% body fat. And what? <laughs> We're all pretty close. Who won? I think I was the highest body body fan. Nice, yeah. Congratulations, thank you. All that's right. the winner, right? That's highest the score wins. So we're gonna wear the romper, though, right? Oh my god! If I can find one, you're not gonna find a romper that'll fit me. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Mm, they'll make them. They make them. All right. So OSA Gourmet has over a dozen sauces and spices that'll boost the flavor of anything on your grill or in your pan. Go to osagourmet.com or call 844-OSA-GIFT. That's 844-672-4438 and give your dish the OSA kick. Call this number 844-OSA-GIFT or visit osagourmet.com. Bring the taste of Old St. Augustine to your kitchen with OSA Gourmet. Kelly, what is in your kitchen, sir? Baby, we got potato bombs. So what, what you do is you take an apple core, you run that through a potato, so you hollow it out, and then I stuff that... <clears throat> stuff that with uh, some Jimmy Dean sausage. Season the Jimmy Dean sausage with uh, uh, Old St. Augustine Daddle Zest, right? Yep. And then uh, season the outside of the potato. You plug the holes of Man, the that's bomb. That's a lot of work. It's really not. Thank you for you, doing all you that. You plug the holes of the bomb. You bet. You grill them. Um, uh, I don't know. And then you dip them in the uh, Old St. Augustine hot sauce. Awesome. There goes Alan. Alan's going in. Three, two, two one. It's a big, it's a big bite, buddy. Ooh la get, la. Get these in. <laughs> Get these in now before my body fat percentage just, just went up three percent. Yeah. So hey, thank you by the way for doing that. That's awesome. So what do you think about the bourbon? Um, you know, it, it doesn't have around, as much character. It's it's got a good flavor, high burn at the end for not for ninety proof. It's to me, it's got a lot of burn, um, but not as much character as I would expect from something that's touted like this. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. So so. By, by character, I mean if you had four bourbons side by side by side by side, would you be able to say definitively that that is rhetoric twenty three year aged bourbon? I don't know that I could. I don't think I, I could. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. It'd be interesting to find it, out. It's it? good. It tastes great. Um, it, is it 120 dollars worth though? Mm. Sorry, I have my mouthful. No, I don't think so either. No, I've had better bourbons for for less. So I like Ooh, it. It good. is very sweet, and I typically like sweet bourbons. I don't dislike. This is it. a little too sweet for me, but it is really good. It's way better than the barter house I've had. It's a good point because the sweetness in variance with the burn is is disproportionate. Usually, if it's very sweet, it doesn't burn as much. If it's less sweet, it burns more. Usually, this is very sweet and burns a lot. So if you're someone that likes that, that's an uncommon to me. I think that's an uncommon um, partnership. Uh, whatever 
So I don't know. Well, but, we, we talked about it earlier. This is a very, very high corn content mash bills. And I 80, usually like that. eighty percent, eighty six percent corn. But like I so, learned, like I learned last week uh, with uh, the rye from Manifest. My goodness, that stuff was amazing. And I don't like rye. Yeah, I'm the same way. Isn't it fun? Isn't it fun that that we're just kind of developing yeah. our palate for bourbon as well, we do this show? Well, like, and, are you having a good time with that? I am, Hamilton. Yes. Point are you having a good time eating that potato I like bomb? Those potato bombs too. You like those? I think that's my mom. I have fun finding these new recipes every week because this is good. So I'll, I'll, I think I'll agree with you. Potato bomb. I wouldn't for. I mean, I'm glad that I tried it. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy it again. I'm glad we went in three ways. Yes. And definitely. paid less than four ways. And I'm glad Drew. Four thank ways. you, Drew, for giving us a discount on this. Pie. Well, so here's the cool thing about Drew. It says, "Hey, I just got a hold of this," and because it's 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 I don't, I don't think it's common. And we know you like to taste and, and, and break these bourbons apart on your show and talk about whether you like them or not. So thank you for sourcing this for us. I mean, it's a good talking point. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. It's I love the story behind it. Orphan Barrel. I love the, the all the, the, the uh, uh, conflict, I guess you'd say. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Jackson, tell us what you're going to help us with. Oh, like, what God. Do you, I mean, so you weighed us. You took our body fat percentage. Are you just going to send us off? Without any direction or what? No, no. So I'll give you a little background. <laughs> maybe, maybe Kelly, I'm not going to give anything to just to see how he survives. <laughs> but oh, more challenges. <laughs> I like it. I feel like we need a better evil laugh. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, here's the thing about fitness and feeling good and all of these things is a lot of people think about it aesthetically you know do i look better do i you know how do i look in a mirror yep. do my clothes fit better and those are important because they're you can feel them right you know or that other people you think can see so i prefer you know those things are important but i prefer for people to think that their lives are better you know do i that's have, a great point do i have a better quality of life because I've embarked on some kind of fitness journey. Well, Most people will say yes after they've started to do something. Mm-hmm. So I think that for the three of you, considering that you're all busy, you know, you've all got kids, you know, you've got jobs, you do this every weekend or mm-hmm. however y'all do it, you know, you're busy. So right. if your life can get less stressful, you can be more confident in yourself, life tends to get better. You know, yeah. you've got a better outlook on what you're doing. You know, you might come in here and have a conversation about something else that you might not have had. Just because you feel a little more giddy that day, because there's some more energy. Are you trying to say if we run a little bit that Alan might be less yeah. grumpy? He might be less mad at me every day. He's, not, Alan... gr- he's not grumpy. No, but, no. Okay, let me let me rephrase it. Would Alan be less mad at me every day if I ran? Would no I not way. stick no. a fork in his neck? Probably not. That's what he's trying to find that's, out. You know, Dang it! That's technically your fault. I'm looking for. <laughs> So right. what are you going to do? Right. What can you do for so me? So what I'm going to do for you guys. Well, first, I have to talk to all three of you about what you want. Okay. You know, because just giving you some generic fitness thing is going to be like, oh, this looks fun. I'm not going to do it because it doesn't have anything to do with you. You know, right. he said he wants to run a sprint try. So I'm going to make a program for him that he can go run a sprint try in August. I did. If that's his goal. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What's recorded, Kelly? Oh, it's recorded and it's it's written down. So you know, I said it out loud. Yeah, you said your wife was going to be there and your, uh, and your kids. They're yeah. going to be there in their romp hymns. I'm and pretty the- sure I thought I just thought it. I said it out loud. Yeah. Uh, All right. So this is what we know. August first, we're going to weigh and do our our body fat percentage again. Mm-hmm. Whoever loses at the bottom. I mean, there's four of us. So whoever's at the bottom 
has to wear a romp him or romper. So that's not going to be quite fair for you. But anyway, it's going to be one of us. But she's going to win. um, (laughs) To smoke common at the Georgia Florida game in 2017 for at least an hour. You don't have to wear it the whole night. At least an hour. So you're going to provide everybody with a workout plan and a diet. We're going to start with just the workout plan. I'm going to give you guys general fitness or nutrition advice. The trickiest part about nutrition is that I. I have to hold your hand a little bit in the beginning, only from the sense that if you're going from like, do you guys follow anything about your diets right now? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Define, define sort of. Watch. Watch me follow I this try. potato bomb and follow it right into my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I do the, what, what's my the, yeah. My fitness yeah, my pal when you count yeah. your calories. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've done that in the past. It's not that hard. Did you follow that potato bomb growing in my mouth? I did. I already had one myself. What we don't follow, though, is our bourbon intake, which gets away from us very quickly. Lots of sugar. That's fine. Jackson, you got to come back on the show like halfway through or or however many times. You got to come back and And let me know why I'm going to blame you when I lose. And you have to watch me put the romper on, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, I don't think we'll we'll see. It's going to be fun. I think it's a good thing. So, Jackson Taylor, follow him on Instagram at coach.jacksontaylor. We're going to link our Instagrams together. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. That's a good idea. I'm going to do this under protest. Thanks for listening, and thank you for hanging on to your weekend just a little bit longer with us. Protest. R.I.P. Harambe. (laughs) (laughs) 